Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what are you doing? We got to hurry up and finish doom scrolling so that we can talk to Nick right here in a little bit. Uh, this soccer journalist who passed away. Oh, yeah. Over, so you saw this story? I did. Reading about this guy this morning. I wasn't familiar with him, Grant Wall. Snowcone, did you see this story at all? I did not. So um, in his late 40s, he had apparently been complaining about not feeling all that great. And then he collapses. And there are, are some witnesses who were there at the time who said that there should have been a defibrillator and the defibrillator was not brought. Now the Qatari government or health department, whatever it was, they put out a statement saying, Hey, you know what? He received immediate care. We took him to the hospital. Uh, He was treated. He just didn't make it. Now this guy apparently is one of the biggest, if not the biggest American soccer journalists. Uh, He used to work for sports illustrated. I read this morning, a huge soccer fan and He's from Kansas City. Yeah, Shawnee Mission. And went to Shawnee Mission East. East. Oh, that's where I went. Is that where you went? He went to your Mm -hmm. high school, Mm -hmm. Snowcone. So, yeah, that's a little scary. Anytime you see someone that young. He's older than you, though, right? Well, he looked. He did look. How old is he? He was 49, but he did look. uh, Yeah, he did look a little. Maybe a, maybe you're. I'm being younger, honest. I didn't know how old he was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's in his late 40s, and uh, that's that's not old enough. Certainly not old enough to just suddenly boom. You know, you're dead. And of course, because it happened in Qatar, there's all these conspiracies that are going to start forming online. But I'm sure we'll get some sort of um, explanation. Uh, anytime it happens to a, a guy that age, you assume there was undiagnosed heart disease, right? Right, it happens. This morning, shock and devastation fell all throughout the sports world following the unexpected death of 49-year-old Grant Wall, one of U.S. soccer's most recognizable journalists. Wall collapsed and died while reporting on the Argentina-Netherlands match Friday night. In the days leading up to his death, Wall talked about his health on a podcast, saying he was dealing with a worsening cold and bronchitis. And there are questions surrounding the circumstances of his death. A reporter from the Sunday Times who was an eyewitness writing, why wasn't there a defibrillator? Adding, many minutes passed and we kept expecting it to come, but it never did. Remember when you were a kid and you get a cold or bronchitis and you're just like, this sucks, I'm sick. And now as an adult, you get it and you think, I hope this doesn't kill me. Yeah, it's true. As soon as your chest starts to hurt, and even if the doctor tells you like, no, you got COVID, your chest is We're just at that age. Like, I mean, I'm older than you guys, but we're all at that age now. Where if you died, it would be way too young to die. Yeah. Yes. But it's also something that could happen. It can happen. Where you're like, oh, damn, how old was he? And they're like 38. And you're like, that's way too young. But it's also like, 
I've heard it happen before. Exactly. Right? It's not unheard of. And, we, you know, everyone knows some. Oh, his uncle passed away at 42, had a heart attack. Yeah. What? And in your teens and 20s, it really doesn't happen. No. If someone dies at that age, it's, it's a, an, an accident of some sort, self-inflicted uh, injury right. of some sort. But when you get to our age, people do start dying suddenly. Horrifying. And uh, it's it's scary. There's a missing student. Well, okay. What? Well, we don't have to talk about but I just, like, I don't understand, like, okay, maybe he, he had an undiagnosed heart thing. That happens, right? Yeah. And people don't check it. But if you do have it, just put the pacemaker in already. I know. Put the stents in already. Like, do all the, why do we have to wait until I actually have a heart attack for you to do all that? Just do it preemptively. I guess they will if you actually went to the cardiologist regularly like you should and get a stress test like we probably should, and most people just don't do it. I'm sure if they saw that and they said, oh, you know what, you got could some Could you just ask them to do it? I think it's an insurance thing, really. Insurance is like, we're not paying for that. That doesn't have any be, heart yeah, problems. Probably. Th- that could be. But I think if the cardiologist were to say, like, oh, yeah, you do have some issues here. This this one's not operating 100%, then they can do it. But guys, especially guys, just don't go to the doctor enough. Americans in general don't, but guys definitely don't. There's a missing American student Ken DeLand, have you seen this? He's an American student who's missing in France. He was doing his year abroad over there. It says that he interned for a senator, got good grades. He checked in with his family all the time. And they were worried within 24 hours that they hadn't heard from him because that's not like him. And now France has launched an investigation. They've got pictures of him walking into a store. And I believe this is the last known images that they have of him. But I'm checking for updates here there really aren't any other than this American student is, is missing in, in France. And at this point, he's been missing for a couple of weeks. It's just now becoming big news. The last known image of Ken DeLant, a surveillance camera from a sports store in the south of France, seen wearing a red jacket and carrying a backpack. Ken is a senior at St. John University in New York and was planning to return home for Christmas. His family last heard from him on November 27th. And according to his family, his phone last pinged on November 30th. The surveillance photo was taken December 3rd, and after that, Ken DeLand has vanished. His family said Ken was traveling a lot during his semester abroad, posting pictures from many different places and keeping in good contact with his family. Okay, that is, when we were kids and your parents were like, now you call me when you get there, or especially when I would, if I actually traveled somewhere, like when I went on that student trip, and my parents said, you need to check in this often. As I get older now and I see stories like this, and I'm not even a parent, but I just sure. imagine being one and that fear. Your son checked in with you all the time. Suddenly he doesn't. No. Now you know that the last time you checked in with him or he checked in with you was on the 27th. His phone was still pinging until the 30th. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that someone threw his phone off the road and it died on the 30th? Right. Or does that mean that he was taken and he still was alive until the yeah. 30th? I mean, you and have you, to think so. You just you, And you don't know. And now you're dealing with another country. So it's not even like, you know, oh, he went to Vegas. I need to go talk to the police there. This is another country, and you're trying to figure out, who do I call? I got to call the embassy? I got to try to explain to them what's going on? In my head, just because, you know, where I'm raised and, you know, I'm thinking, well, the French police aren't any good. Oh, okay. In my head, I think no matter what. Like, I'm like, well, they don't have a detective like we have detectives. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know what they do. They're not, you know, and I'm sure, like, obviously they do. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, oh, no, they're never going to find him, right? Yeah. I, I See, I'm so desperate for true crime stuff that I will watch the French ones, the Italian ones with right. subtitles, and the cops look basically <laughs> the same, you know, because they put them on Netflix, and every now and then they'll even yeah. use Amer- uh, English audio, but I usually have to read a, a lot of subtitles. 
And it's it's very similar. You'd be surprised just the way that they talk about the investigation. There are differences for sure, like the rules about how they interrogate someone, sure. whether or not they're allowed to lie to people they're interrogating, things like that. But for the most part, especially in Western Europe, it seems like it's pretty similar. The difficult part would be who do you call as a mother to get an update from? You got to call the embassy. Well, you have to go calls, there. Right, you're going to have to go there. And now, no, no, I don't maybe know anything don't about how French. to get around there. Exactly, and you may not. I don't speak know what French, makes me think I know how to English. get around. Las Vegas, exactly. if that's where he yeah, is. But I feel right. more comfortable it's doing something, it. Yes, right. at least it's your country. Everyone's speaking English. You you feel... And I feel like if I... Yeah. Uh, no matter what you do, also, I feel like the cops... I don't know how they act in France. Right. I feel like if I'm looking for my missing kid in Vegas and I'm speeding because I thought I saw a car like that and a cop pulled me over, I'd be like, look, my kid's, my kid's missing. missing. I think I'd be like, okay, you should quit. Yeah. Stop. We're trying to find him. But I don't, you know... I feel like in France, it might put me in jail, too. Like, what are you doing? Right. It's just n- being in your on your own turf. Yeah. Which is, you know, in your own country. Even if it is a different city, it's your own turf. When you got to deal with this. And, of course, you know, the parents will fly over there, but now you got nothing. you got an image of him going into this electronic store, and that's the last thing, and it's been two weeks. Uh, oh, more news about kids. Now the, I can't imagine my kid going missing. Like, I can't. That's, that's what I'm to saying. Me the worst. I'm not even a parent, and it's just overwhelming. Because the, the idea amount. of what's happening to him. Yes. And I can't get there to protect him. Do they need me right now? Yes. My job is to protect him, and he could be being tortured somewhere. Exactly. And And you uh, read into everything. What's with the phone? I can't get there. I don't know how. Yeah, And you know he's hoping you come. Yep. Like, in his mind... Or her mind, they're like, my dad's going to come. Yep. And you're like, I'm trying, man. I can't. I, I don't know where to right. go. Yeah. And I don't think I'd sleep. I don't know what I would do. You get those scammers who start calling you, and they, yeah. they say, we've got your kid. We're going to pay ransom. I'm paying it. I just imagine I'd be like, and even if the police like, this person isn't real, they're right. scamming you, whatever. I don't know that. It's something. I don't have any information. I'll take what I can get. In Idaho, I remember, I think Thursday, I told you about the uh, Hyundai Elantra. Yeah. That they were looking for this Hyundai Elantra, which you and I, Lazo, both thought was a little odd. There's a bunch of white the, Hyundai Elantra. Yeah, and also the police, if they're looking for a white Hyundai Elantra, they can kind of just look and see how many Elantras are registered and then try and narrow it down. Are any of these people students? Are any of these people someone that would have a reason to be there? Well, they've been a little bit more specific now about the Elantra. They First of all, said they've been getting hundreds, thousands of tips, and they're investigating all of them. But they've given two little slivers of new information. And one is that they believe a person in that Elantra was near the crime or at the crime. They at least may have seen something that could help investigators. To me, that sounds like they think this is the suspect. I also heard an FBI agent say this morning, and I don't know if she was speaking officially for the FBI or if she was just saying, hey, in my opinion, but I had not heard a cop say this before. She said that she thinks the, uh, the perpetrator was familiar with the house. Okay. Which that, you know, because there's a lot of speculation about mm-hmm. was it some stranger that followed them home from the bar? She said she thinks that this person was familiar with the home. On November 13th, the bodies of Madison Mogan, Zaina Kernodal, Kaylee Calvis, and Kernodal's boyfriend, Ethan Chapin, were found stabbed multiple times in their off-campus home. Investigators are now looking for at least one person they believe was inside a white 2011-2013 Hyundai Elantra near the crime scene at the time the victims were killed. Police say the occupants may have critical information to share about the case, but are remaining tight lipped about other details behind the scenes there's a lot of people working on this case and we're going to continue that police chief is on the news every single day just telling them hey we're working on this we've definitely not given up on this this is a very important case and when we're investigating every tip and then finally and that's gonna be hard right with all that media attention i can't imagine and i know you don't want anyone to die or anything but you're a police chief yeah so i mean 
everybody, I don't know if everybody goes through it, but everybody kind of wants to be a cop at some point, right? Mm -hmm. But I never really, you know, but not a traffic cop. Right. You don't want to be that guy, but you're like the guy who solves homicides, finds people, right? Which means you got to be a cop first before you be a detective, which no one wants to do. But you really want to do this, and you really want to be the guy who solves it. You're a police chief for a reason. You got there. But man, if you can't solve it, and like you if you're just like, well, I don't know. Yeah. What? And then I think like, then the media's like, what do you mean you don't know? And you're like, I don't like. Right. You got to solve it. That's your job. Yeah. And it's bad enough when you got like. The I'll be honest gone. with you. I feel you know. I'm like, I feel different about the Kansas City Police Department because they never solved that baby Lisa thing. I'm like, how could you not? Right. Just yeah. solve it. Like when I hear of a big city not solving mm-hmm. a crime like that, I'm like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Yeah, that one did bother me quite a bit. Like, how did you not solve? What's you know, what's wrong? I, I I almost wanted them to at least say like, look, we we do think we know what happened, but we can't prove it. So that's that something. Right. But they didn't give us anything. Finally, in Georgia, a divorce attorney, he had his client, this this woman. Okay, she's divorcing her husband, wants a bunch of money. The Ex-husband comes to the lawyer's office, shoots and kills him, and burns down the office. I mean, mm. that, that to me is, that's being angry at the lawyer. Lawrenceville Police Lieutenant Jake Parker says Lawrenceville Attorney Doug Lewis had been in his law offices Wednesday by himself when a man named Alan Taya walked in, shot Lewis, then used gasoline to set the offices on fire. Taya's wife had been suing Taya for divorce, and Lewis represented Taya's wife. So, look, I never think about it. I know, like we mentioned, it's sometimes talked about in movies and TV, but I guess lawyers do. It, it is a somewhat dangerous job because you run the risk of making people angry. Sure, like man. I said, I've seen Cape Fear. I mean, I know I get the idea of it, but thank God people aren't scared, or at least enough people aren't scared of being lawyers. Because I love lawyers. I'm glad we have lawyers. We need lawyers. I know there's people who tell a lot of lawyer jokes. People say that they, I, to me, lawyers are the they're like the good cops. Well, they're the, they're the ones who... Yeah, it's you know well, I, like usually, I usually side with the defense. Yeah, but then that, in that case, I love that defense attorney who's fighting that prosecutor yeah, tooth and nail. Unfortunately, yeah, I know. No, they're not all good. Hey, but but I'm saying I respect that the good ones exist. Well, they and, have to. And, and the yeah, thought right. of being a divorce attorney, getting mad at your wife's attorney, and you know, I understand getting mad at your ex-wife. You're getting divorced, and she wants your money or whatever. You're fighting over. The I know house. a guy who was a defense attorney and uh, defended some pretty big clients. Yeah, and got out of it. Because at one point he told me, I just have a safe in the basement. It's filled with money because these guys just pay cash. Mm. Yeah. They come in and just continue to pay cash and cash and cash. He's like, after, I'm like, he's like, when my second kid was born, I'm like, I have a safe. Yeah. One in my office and one in my house, and it's filled with cash. People know I have it. Right. I got it. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> exactly. I, like, I literally, like, when it was just me, it was fine. Yep. But now I can't. The Church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.